0: Bam, we're live. Everybody ready for a wild ride? Raw is always a great guest for Sevon. I sent him a link that didn't work. That, that You know, it's so weird. I, I, I have the same protocol every time, and yet I'd say one out of every ten guests. Does that happen one out of every... Uh-oh, Susie's eating. Does that happen one out of every ten guests, Matt?
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, majority of the time, it, it goes off without a hinge, but every now and then, every it's now
0: and then. It's weird. I wonder what that is. Oh, shoot. I just, just got a text from my mom. I wanted to go somewhere with her in December, a little trip with her and the kids, and she said no. No? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I don't know what no means. <laughs> oh, yes, mom. Uh, So how I, – I don't know. Should I – should I – Um i could always wait till the guest gets here before i start the show but then the show would start late so i always just start it better to just start it on time
1: i think it's better to start it plus too you know you have this this is like the green room behind the scenes the listeners get to uh hear your thoughts leading up to it and then when the guest comes on they get to see the very first initial react like interaction okay hmm that's so weird
0: weird uh did you um did you send will you send them a link too uh, yeah it's that's so weird it says 404 is that that's chrome
1: Yeah that's what I was looking
0: I Yeah cuz I see the Google update in his window will you send him a link and see if it yeah. how it comes from your phone Yes Another link coming Maybe we'll have to do it from his phone Like a call in yeah. No 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 uh he can just uh come oh, on to uh StreamYard using an iPhone. Weird. Weird, weird, weird. should, should I make this a live call in show so people can call in and ask Raw questions?
1: <laughs> this is
0: gonna be the first time I interact with Raw where I call him Raw and I don't um
1: I don't okay. call him Ronnie. We'll see if that works. I just sent him the other link right now. And maybe while we're um on here real quick we could uh talk about the the real Savon podcast Instagram. We'll be um putting all our guests in interacting for shows to come on Instagram. So maybe everybody could go follow that.
0: What's it called? I'll type it into my thing right here. The The real Real
1: Savon Podcast. Why don't we have Savon Podcast? Well, because somebody stole it and they won't answer any of my messages. Real savon Podcast. Oh, you mean someone's squatting on that? Yeah, like they got it. It's saying the same thing. So we're having a little issue here with. Uh...
0: Shit, no guest today? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
1: I could also see that it says by zooming in on his the photo he sent us that it says update his Chrome. So I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, okay. Can you update? I'm just. A, should we put? Can you try from your phone? Can you update your Chrome? So weird. Or I I, put could,
0: I um. What if I go back to the uh, login page? Do you think it's our fault or his fault? That's no, a, I
1: don't think it's ours because um normally when there's an issue like that, it's just because we we maybe sent out the wrong link or there's just an issue with the first link. This is the first time we've had trouble to where they can't get in at all.
0: Can you can you leave and go back to the st- studio and grab a link from there? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Stay or, or outside the studio? See, maybe yep. it'll be different. I'll jump out. Sorry, guys. No one needs to write in the comments, I can't believe it. You're 202 shows in and you haven't fixed these technical problems. Shut up. The- it's too early to say that for it. Is it? Is it too early? Sometimes I come to my little podcast area. I wish I could show you guys. I keep, I keep working on it and fixing it a little bit more every day. The way I've set it up in here is basically the reason why you see that window with bars behind me. This is my office, and I had those bars put on because I have so much damn camera gear in here. And I, um, in front of me is a couch and a little sitting area and a bunch of other microphones in case I ever do this, this uh, try to do this game live with people in studio. Need another spot another big sponsor and maybe we can start doing that stuff.
1: Hey, I might have a potential guest that would want to do it in studio. That would be good to have there. Oh,
0: we should test that out before we have a good guest in here. Um can you say who it is?
1: Yeah, um, Dr. Asim Mahaldra. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw that email that you sent through and I contacted him through Instagram and it got back to me a little bit quicker. And he actually said he'll be traveling. In the next week or so and um will be in santa cruz staying in no sh- cruz. no shit yeah and he what said, business
0: does he have here who's here i mean i know he was friends with greg right? yeah, yeah why why by the way for those of you who are freaked out like for those every i was um someone sent me uh something someone had written about me about uh about how i spread spread a lot of false information about covid and things like that if, if you need someone who a lot of people trust um, his n- name is Asim Malhorta. I think he's been kicked off of Instagram. Um, he, this guy's as legitimate as they come, people. and uh, he was talking about this just like Greg Glassman. He was talking about this stuff long before Covid came. He's basically talking about the importance of health, the immune system. Um, a, a, a uh, s e e m. maybe it's two ss a s s e e m malhorta m-a and his last name is m-a-l-h-o-r-t-a oh look ronnie wrote standby that's good that's good news that's good news
1: yeah early december he's going to be in the bay area uh santa cruz area um, end of november through mid-january so he'll be here for over a month a month and a half in our area
0: You are always welcome. I'm texting with another friend. Six minutes and seven minutes and and still no no show. Barbelljobs.com. This is our this is our sponsor, guys. Benign. Not pro, not anti. Not hate, not love. Just in pure homeostasis is raw local. Could not just unicycle over and do it face to face. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, no, I think he. I think he's in San Diego, which is about a five hundred mile bike ride. But it's a nice ride. It's a oh, nice ride. I think we got him. Yeah. Th- oh no, that's Dave. What's up, Dave. Dave? How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? That's a nice shirt, buddy. Thank you, CrossFit West Chicks. That is a really nice shirt.
1: You know. You know who are. Nice.
2: They're out of You know
0: who are waiting of, uh, for?
2: They're out of Tampa. Uh um, No, I don't.
0: What, do you do you care? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell me who
2: you waiting
0: for. Our guest this morning is a former regional athlete, apparently living okay. out of San Diego, California. Bridges. Recently recently engaged. Josh Bridges. Extremely tan. Josh got engaged? No, I shouldn't. Uh, uh
1: <laughs> e- extremely tan. Yes. First time uh, the jorts was on the competition field. Uh, uh, T- yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 What's his name? Um,
0: Teasdale? Raw of Earth, Dave. Let me hear you say it. Raw of Earth.
2: That's Teasdale, oh. right? He's yeah, here. Uh, yeah. And
3: he's look. here. Look, there he is, bam. So it only worked on my phone. Let me... I got to set up my phone right now, though. Ra, Hi, like you Dave, Dave, meet Raw.
2: Damn, look at that fucking guy. You've changed, bro. You look Castro's good. Castro's here. Look <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: now now I'm telling you, you guys should all go out and buy a lotto ticket. This is look at the galaxies colliding. <laughs> this is oh, like uh
1: awesome.
0: Dave is like Haley's comet and he passes Ra's universe once every sixty-two years. <laughs> this is another convergence.
2: Oh man, it's good to see it.
0: Yeah. Dave, did you work out this morning already? Did you do some crazy workout already?
2: Yeah, I did a little two mile run on a treadmill.
0: <laughs> like a, a powered one, or one where you power it?
2: Because uh, that like makes a, a difference. One. Yeah, I'm like um, powered like a like a traditional treadmill, not like a like a assault bike treadmill. A do you
0: do you like those other Navy Seals do? Even though it has power, what? you just you get on it and you for you turn it off, you unplug it, and you force
2: it. You force it. <laughs> Now you real? That like that? I'm not that. I'm not that hardcore. No, <laughs> you got you got soft. I'll only be with you guys for a few minutes. I don't want to take away from uh, from Ronnie's time.
0: If, I if Dave, if you let your hair grow on your face for three years, I think it would look exactly like that's
3: about
2: how you grow it. Might, your shit in. right? Yeah. How you, long have you been letting it grow?
3: Four years. I, it doesn't grow what? any longer than this, and it doesn't grow on my cheeks.
2: <laughs> yeah that's amazing what do you mean it doesn't what do you mean it doesn't grow any longer than that I don't understand that
3: I mean it's just I mean because there's guys that have grown it out for two years and they're you know down yeah, to their nipples here, yeah.
0: what are you talking about two weeks and my shit's longer than that <laughs> I got more hair on my neck than you have on your face yeah well it, I make it up on the head yes you do I'm down You're to my clean. ass on my head
2: you're all cleaned up, Seon.
0: I know I, I, I did it this at the last minute this morning. I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna clean up a little bit, but i, I for so I want to get rid of these gray ones because my kids keep telling me I look like I'm fifty. <laughs>
2: do, you have, do you have like one of those quarterback wristbands on? Do you have your plays written down on
0: your <laughs> <laughs> what on, the is in, that? on the inside here, I have questions for Ronnie in case check I like the notes. It, it, check it, the notes. It, <laughs> caught up on something. <laughs>
2: Uh, is this one live? I just hey, uh, yeah, it's
0: yeah, live. live. Look where look. Do you recognize that water behind uh, Ronnie? That's your old stomping ground, Dave. Is that are Carlsbad, Ronnie? Now? I'm in
3: Laguna Beach. Uh,
0: There's so that's, the. Uh,
2: that's Orange County, right? Or no, that's yeah. north.
3: Yeah, it's a little. It's north. It's a little north of San Diego. But I can see yeah. the shipping containers that are all stalled from going in the Long Beach out my like right behind me. Oh, that's cool. It's a little cloudy, though. You can validate the up. conspiracy theory. Good. No, Go they're on. really backed up. I'm 50 <laughs> miles away from Long Beach, and they're
2: right there.
1: Hey, Only a will uh, create traffic in the more in the ocean.
2: <laughs> I got a question for you, Ronnie. Do you uh, do you still train? Do you work out? CrossFit. Mm, in, I know you no. don't do CrossFit, but in general, like do you train?
3: No, I'm just doing yoga right now. I'm getting deep into yoga. And so no gym at all. Uh, I took a few and I probably will get back into it. I just want to rebalance out my body a little bit more. I, got I mean, these, I, do, you, do
2: you think you can power clean 225 right now?
3: Mm, I mean, if you put a video camera on me, maybe. But.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I want to see that knurley and get caught up in that hair.
2: <laughs> I I really liked how long that took to answer. I really appreciated that. That was good. That was good.
3: All right, yeah, well, gonna I mean, step away. Go go. All ahead. right, nice seeing okay. you, brother. Yeah, thanks for dropping in, Dave.
2: Later, Dave. <laughs> it was fun. See you guys.
3: See ya.
0: That was a that was a great question. Not one I would have asked you. But it's definitely a great question. What's up, dude? Here we are. Sorry about the technical issues. It's all right. I'm the good. Mi- the miracle of technology. I'm still so excited about technology. So,
3: are you now the real Savon? No, that that's um
0: we were I'm still the I'm still just the Sevon. Um So, we were just talking about that someone someone's squatting on the Instagram name for the podcast. Uh and so uh, Sousa secured this one so we can just start throwing clips down there. So like that clip right there where you, um, Dave asked you if you still squat 225, that's a great little clip. Got to get that one. And in,
3: in Dave's right. Your pause makes it. Your pause <laughs> is everything. 225, it used to be light. Now it's, now it's heavy. Um, do you know Matt Sousa the owner of CrossFit Livermore? How's it going? Living um, more like in a different country? Hey, Ron. Nice to meet you.
0: No, just like north of me, 60 miles, 70 oh, miles. Right. Yes. Hey, where are you? You're in Laguna? Yeah, Laguna Beach. Is that where that um, hotel is? The um That's the M. Montage. The Montage. That's that town?
3: Yeah. Oh, shit. How'd you end up there? That's a great spot. It's awesome. It's a dream. I actually, when I moved to California, this is where I moved. This is where I thought I wanted to live. And then I found out that I couldn't handle it, like just being a new person in LA. And so I moved out and, you know, did the whole gym thing. And it took me 15 years to come back. This is what I thought my life was going to be like 15 years ago when I moved to California. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because there's that show Laguna Beach on TV. Do you remember that? No. I, I, (laughs) I do. I never really watched it, but I remember... Just like the intro and how beautiful Laguna Beach was. So this is where I moved when I moved from Michigan to California. But then it ended up just taking me 15 years to actually manifest the life that I thought I was going to have. So I'm here now. I'm able to afford living here. I'm, you know, I'm happy and got an ocean view. And yeah, so this is how life worked out.
0: Remember, remember when you
3: wanted what you currently have. (laughs) Bam exactly i mean that's everybody's situation
0: uh how how do i make that go without making that go go if i hit stop screen susan does it just
1: vanish how do yeah, i just, oh remove oh okay, just remove it, it just goes away yeah. for a second and then if you want to back up just let me know and i have everything running on the back end too
0: so um did you used to live in carlsbad sorry guys i'm gonna get into some tedious like personal shit here that's like not no. relevant to anything. I'm just curious. I'm just being nosy. You didn't. I, for some reason, I pictured you living in Carlsbad, like over like that Patagonia store facing the ocean, where that surfer stands with the surfboard. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a. It's a super trendy spot. There's the cool breakfast place there. Is no, that I Carlsbad think, or Del Mar. Maybe it's Del Mar. I'm thinking Del. Yeah, Del Mar, Carlsbad. You never lived there. That's down in San Diego. No. Yeah. Oh shit. No, Whenever no. I see you on Instagram and I see you standing on your deck, I just imagine that's where you were. Laguna Beach. Okay. Well, now I know, and um, for those of you who don't know, I don't know really how to explain Laguna Beach. It's basically Los Angeles, but smaller. It's, it's basically there's Los Angeles and Santa Barbara, which are kind of the same thing, but Santa Barbara is way, way slower. And then I feel like Laguna Beach is kind of in the middle of those two um energies or speeds. Laguna Beach is 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 kind of a miracle, it's extremely clean. Um it, it, it's 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 really really nice and a in a i don't know how to explain it it's wealthy as shit it's crazy but but yeah. but it's not but it's not wealthy like beverly hills cheese dick wealthy it's like it's like the the rich people there still go barefoot
3: it's it's uh... exactly it's it's <laughs> the closest thing to hawaii you can find in california and the ocean water is the cleanest in california as well
0: and so, uh, um, and, and you found a spot that overlooks the water.
3: Yeah. My fiance and I were trying to travel around looking for places to live, and we wanted to be in Hawaii, but we just didn't really like being stuck in the middle of the ocean. So we came down here, and we saw the, the cliffs next to the beaches and the clean blue water, and so we made it happen here. Mm, um, is, is Hawaii still any what of an option? A little bit. A little bit, but mm, we don't know. We don't know. My, my parents wife? live on Hawaii. That's oh. why it's the main option.
1: Oh, uh, I didn't
0: know that. Dude, my wife got all excited when I showed Raw. He's a beautiful man. I got all excited when I saw Raw. He's a beautiful man. Wait, people can watch this live? Yeah, isn't that cool? Wait,
3: so where's the link to watch it live? Uh, I can, uh, it's
0: Matt, on YouTube.
1: You I'll send it.
3: Can, can you send it to my Instagram, and then I'll just do a quick story right now yeah because <clears throat> i have another phone i'm using my main phone so the text isn't going to reach this phone oh let me see your let, hold that phone up let me see the back of your phone the
0: camera you this? got the new you got the new iphone well this is
3: i'm on the 13 like that's what we're on but this is just the 12 pro your
0: case 12. from the 13 works on the 12 or that's that's the case for the no, 12 no.
3: this is the this is a 12 and a 12 case The thirteen case looks almost the same. It's a little bit different. So I had that case for my thirteen and I I ditched it. Well, I'm going to need to change it because I get these two I get these two phones confused. Yeah, I've dropped it like five times in the first two days. Yeah, it's a pointless case. It's and like I've even put it on a desk and then all of a sudden it slips off the desk (laughs) onto the onto the ground. I'm like, (laughs) how (laughs) does it fall?
1: You know everything. You know how that happened. I uh I sent you the link for the um YouTube via uh Instagram there, Ra. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome, sir.
0: Um, you guys who haven't you guys there's so much that Ra and I have talked about. Um first of all, this is the first show I've ever called them Raw. Um but if you if you want to this is really a part ten or part three, or whatever. Like, I'm not going to go back and, like, talk about old stuff, probably. I'm just going to jump in. If you want to hear um, other stuff, uh, if you feel like stuff's missing or there's stuff out of context, feel free to go back and look at other shows. We've had some really fun conversations. We are um, – my word's not his. We're sibling-esque. Um, we don't know each other, but we feel very comfortable with each other. We have fun together. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of like uh, not that I want to escape reality, but when I hit to hang out with him, it's like it's like an escape from reality. It's like it's like it's I don't know. It's like, it's like rekindling with an old friend from elementary school.
3: Do you know how many people? So it's called. uh So why why is that? Are you do you find it hard to step into the mode that you're talking about nowadays? Hold it, on, that that question probably didn't make sense because I'm in the middle of um, no 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 it makes posting. sense. Well,
0: well I'll make <laughs> I'll at least I'll make up a, a way that it makes sense. I'll put my own I'll shove it through my own lens. So the thing is this: people always say, "Hey, Sevon, why do you interview people the way you do? I love how you don't give a fuck," and they have all of these things. Well, none of that's true. Of course, I care. I'm just as insecure and lame as everyone else. Blah blah blah. All that. The problem is this: there's only one question I really care about. It's kind of, and I'll and I'll phrase it two different ways. Where did we come from, and where are we going? Where were you before you were born, and where do you go after you die? So every question I'm ever asking anyone is me working my way to that question. It's me being fake and angling down to that question. Every question, anything. Like so what's your friend time? I don't. I'm just like I'm just being stupid. I'm just scared to ask you what I really want to ask you. I do care. And so what you're here, it's also important to climb up the rope and down the rope slowly. There's a, there's a, there's an art to it. There's a romance to it. It's fun. It's like two snakes that are poisonous trying to mate without accidentally fucking biting each other. I'm trying to stick my avatar and my avatar tail in someone, and they're trying to stick their avatar tail into me. And we're trying to like, you know, see the miracle of life. And, um, yeah, I, I, so, but with you, I can, we can, I, I know I can expedite that. Do you, do you know what I mean? I, I don't have to be um, I don't have to fool around. I can just be like, so do you think that uh, I can just start talking about sperm? There's a lot of there. I don't have to dilly dally. Like when you came over to my house, the first thing you and my wife did, even though we've never done this before, is we sit down in the living room and we're quiet for 10 minutes. You know, it's like. Conscious breathing. Yeah. No one says anything. Hey, do you guys want to sit? Oh, sure. Like, I don't do that to, like, I'm close as shit to my mom. I don't do that to my mom. Hey, do you want to just come up? You know what I mean? It's, I'm, I love Matt Souza, but when he comes over, I don't do that. When he comes over, it's not like, hey, do you want to sit in the living room? Dude, we so don't talk just, about why we're doing that. We don't know why we're doing it. We just sit in the living room and we're all quiet and we close our eyes or open our eyes and we breathe. And then we go on, like, hey, you want to eat some macadamia nuts?
3: Let's do it. I
0: mean, there's just things that are just, uh, It's a different flow with you. That's why. I don't know if that answered your question
1: because I just made up what I thought you were asking. Yeah.
3: I just want to state really quick that I'm unable to tag you on Instagram.
1: Yeah. I'm Um, a bad boy. (laughs) Now you know why we started the real Savon podcast handle. So, uh,
3: yeah, this question of of where do we come from? I guess it's two. You just said, where did we come from and where are we going? This is... This is crazy stuff, right? This is actually what's important, at least for, from my perspective. So maybe that's why there's comfort in talking to me about that, because that's all I've been obsessed with my entire life. That's why I went to school for psychology in that. And it's why I'm just continuously searching through mystics, through ancient texts, through my own experience on what this all means. And seemingly, it, 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 I can't really like there is no answer. Right, there is no no answer on on what this all is. It it seems to be, it is what we make it, and that that's all I can really come up with. I mean, when I was when I was super big into CrossFit, that's what I was doing. That's all that mattered to me. That's what I woke up for every single day. And and when I was a kid, I didn't, you know, it's the same thing. I just woke up and and whatever mattered to me mattered to me and it's interesting. It's really interesting. And when you look at, at experiments, scientific experiments, they're finding that cause and effect, I'm going way off tangent, but, but our, our concept of, of reality and how things happen. So the, what I'm geeking out about now is that cause and effect may not be a thing, right? So if we're looking at A, B, C, D, E, F, and we're thinking that, that, a, B, C causes D, right? And so then we're looking at, well, what if we manipulate A? Is it going to, you know, change B, C to equal a different D? And, and we're, we're, where we're looking at on what we think causes an effect, like, might not be the real thing, right? There might be something that causes the entire sequence before A even appears. And then that's the question. Is like, what is really causing reality? Is it the things in our reality that cause a, 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 a sequence of events? Or is there something else that we can tap into that controls the sequence of events in our life?
0: Before you said the word control, I was going to say, maybe the word is destiny. But I guess if you can control it, maybe it's not destiny. Yeah. So, and by destiny, I mean our our story
3: is written. The story is already written. Control is 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 also a concept that's from like the the regular paradigm. So, yeah, control isn't really the. It's more like uh, maybe there is a choice, but it's more like surfing on a wave of of something else, and almost choosing which wave that you can 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 surf on even though the wave you may or may not have control over that makes sense
0: yes so i i I practice stillness a lot every day uh it's part it's part of how the podcast operates it's how i wake up it's what i do in the middle of the day and it's what i do at night and i basically in some i'm always reminding myself some people call it prayer to prayer 20s 24 hours a day when I'm conscious, whatever prayer means to, to different people. And what I have observed, and I'm not saying that there's not a deeper reality, but I spotted this one the very first time that I, the very first time that I, that my awareness became of awareness, I, I, in that state or as deep as I've gone, I realize there's no such thing as will outside of doing no thing that the will, will is an illusion outside of doing nothing. No thing, just the only will that you can impose on yourself or the only choice you have is to um, stay perfectly still. Uh, um, and, and, and cultivate awareness and become awareness that, or jump into the story. Those are the only two options from what from what, from what I can see. And so the sex, so one of them is stillness and I think most people sort of can conceptualize what that is, but just to give you like a really objective thing for a superficial aspect, imagine just lying down and just denying everything. I have to go to the bathroom. That started with an i statement. That can't be real. I'm hungry, deny that. I have an itch on my forehead, deny that. Not deny, watch that. Observe that. There's the, let yourself completely go. Pursue death in stillness. Th- that's how I actually got there. I was pursuing death and stillness. I told myself that I was going to stay perfectly still until I died. And I and I got this idea from a mathematician named uh, P.D. Ouspensky. He's a Russian mathematician, and he um, hung out with Madame Blavsky and, and that crew. And then eventually they they um introduced their most famous character to the world who was uh Murty. if you guys haven't read krishnamurti's autobiography or biography by mary luton's you should an amazing story about a lovely man um he was friends with everyone from charlie chaplin to bruce lee to halil gibran people who saw him were blown away by him. anyway but ospensky says we're nothing but a bunch of eye statements deny those i statements and they'll all in like iron filings they'll all melt into one and become one eye Okay, so that's that's that on that. But but what's it? What does choice look like? And the best example I've ever seen is that Terminator movie. That's all we have. But we lie to ourselves thinking that we have will and we're making we're actually doing it, but we're not. In that Terminator movie, the Terminator comes up against someone, and these five options pop up. Like, excuse me, how are you? Shoot them or say fuck you, asshole. And Arnold chooses <laughs> fuck you, asshole. He goes fuck you, asshole. Do you remember that scene in that
3: movie?
0: By a chance, raw.
3: I can imagine it, even yeah, if it's made so, up.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Just like that. So it just pops in his Yeah, it's made up. So it just pops in his head. And that's, and, but the thing, but the thing with humans is the Terminator sees all five choices at once. And as humans, we don't have five choices at once. They pop up one at a time. We're not as cool as the Terminator. So I'm sitting, like I'm sitting here. And, and, and it's like, should I breathe through my nose or should I be uncomfortable during the silence and talk? Those are like those popped up in that order. I chose to talk, you know, and they're just popping up and everyone that you can let go by. It's the same. And here's another example. If someone flips you off on the freeway who's driving by you. Your instinct would be to flip them off. And if I ask you, why'd you do that? You're like, because I wanted to. Nah, you didn't want to. That was the first choice that came to you. If you take a deep breath, I promise you, it's so funny what the next one is. You know what the next one is? To wave to them or blow them a kiss.
3: I like the blow the kiss one.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you have to wait for this one to go away. <laughs> you have to wait. You just ha- and so you have to be like a man. You have to be just super conscious as the choices, and not just grab the first one. And that's that's sort of how I feel. That's the, my level of consciousness is that's where I'm at. And but to do that, you have to realize that you are not. Um, I, I don't know when I'm in that space. I cannot tell you what I am. I only describe it as I'm aware. I'm awareness that has become aware of awareness. I'm neither my thoughts or my body. It's this weird. It's this place that I've cultivated through through one for, for by attempting to die, and two, then my wife t- giving me a practice to cultivate it. If you don't, if you don't cultivate it, you'll lose it. it, it, it not you lose it like it's gone forever, but you won't. You'll just become a you become unconscious again, and the choices will just choose you. And Does I that think, make sense. Was that yes, an
3: excellent? Yeah. Yes. And I like how you're saying this is where your level of awareness is because you're, you're comprehending that how you're viewing yourself and your experience right now is also uh, a stage. It's, you know, where you're at and you may evolve out of this. But what I'm hearing you saying is that, uh, cause when those choices come up, that's, that's really grounding you into the, the I, the, you know, what we define it of as I, but then even our boundaries start to dissolve, right? I mean, babies, we learn in psychology, I don't know if this is true or not, but babies don't really have a concept when they're born of being separate from reality. They're kind of just this consciousness that's experiencing reality, not really understanding that it has a body yet. Right? it learns that it has a body and that's where like when they're 2 they, the terrible twos where they like they realize they have a hand and they start using it and realizing that they can throw stuff off off the shelf and and slap things and there's there's a way that we can reverse into that and that's where we can really attain a lot of our godliness when we release the urge to react to reality as an individual and decide that we are going to be reality in its totality. And then what becomes important to us is just observing and being able to observe as much as much as possible, which means that when information comes our way and we do want to reject it, right? Cause most information that comes our way on social media, they're the immediate like first program that, pops up because of our schooling is is it right or is it wrong and this also is a function of us being species on earth this this yes no right wrong duality thing has to it's biological so even though i just said it has to do with school but it's also biology our cells are programmed to recognize good versus bad because there's a sun there's one sun on this planet Okay, so there's one sun and a lot of the cells and and species on this planet is originating from a cellular structure that uses light for energy. And so biologically, we recognize light as good because light is where our energy comes from. It's where our food comes from. And biologically, we also recognize that darkness would be more considered bad. So we look at every single Thing, every single choice every thing, single experience every single bit of information that's coming to us and we analyze it from this perspective of yes no good bad and that's just a function of being an earthling if you if we were grown or evolved or if we were a part of another planet because we're essentially just a, a, a function of earth we are we are earth expressing itself through an aspect and we are that aspect and so earth is expressing itself through through billions of different aspects and experiences to gain knowledge of itself right but if we were another planet an aspect of another planet that had three stars or two stars going around it then we would have a completely different concept and that program would be completely different there wouldn't necessarily be so much delineation towards right wrong and this is where, like I mentioned, becoming reality, like even even like our concept of reality can expand beyond this planet and going into you know learning about extraterrestrial species and oh, how yeah they yeah operate. you scared the shit out of me when you talked about that when you were at my house <laughs> like how the they operate is different because of of different planets require different programs. How come
0: that scares me
3: so much, that conversation? Because one like day when you start talking after- about it. I
0: feel like someone put acid in it like gave me
3: acid <laughs> because it makes more sense than, than the current program. Right. It's, I always brag
0: that I'm willing to talk about anything and you come to my house and you start talking about aliens and start showing me shit on the internet. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't sleep for a couple nights. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are aliens, I, oh, that's, I mean, that's better. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Okay. All right. Softening up the story a little bit. Good. <laughs> hey, did, um, is, is that... Did you see... But this is a great post you made, by the way. The, the, I don't know. Uh, I got to try to get this guy on the podcast. I've been going to your account and trying to look for people to get on my podcast. The universe is pretending to be individuals.
3: That's an incredible picture, isn't it? Yeah. And Nassim Haramein is epic he's a physicist so he can explain you think what i'm talking about i I look like a kindergartner talking about this stuff compared to him so if you get him on you'll blow people's minds um is it going to uh is is am
0: i going to be able to even converse with him
3: yeah he can he can make things very digestible for people
0: um, that's good. I saw I what when I clicked on his account, I saw he was doing stuff with Danica, uh, Danica Patrick, the race car driver. Yeah. I saw that too. And that, I that don't was, know what that was. That's interesting. Right. I mean, it just goes to show you that tons of people are waking up, like
3: don't pigeonhole yeah. anybody. And that's what everyone is. I mean, especially, especially the, the celebrity type people. I mean, you just mentioned, uh, all those other, like Bruce Lee, like anybody who's great has had dabblings into the the magical side of life, if not black magic, uh, you know, that's how they, they rise up. And, and <laughs> so it only, they're one question away from, from thinking like, why are we eating children and, and, and injecting their blood into our bodies? Like they're, they are they can they can like switch over to the other side and say like can we use this for good
1: <laughs> but uh, that's
3: that's that's where okay what were you what were you gonna say? Who who me? Yeah so what I was yeah Nasim you guys should should look into him. I've seen he speaks at conferences. He's really interested in getting people to know. So I'm sure if you you mentioned that you know you're you you have a lot of influence over A certain percentage of the fitness population and they're all you know wanting to hear his information he may be interested in that i just wrote hi follow you come on my podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i probably said
1: please i'm pretty nice i probably said please were those the options that posted themselves up for you
0: Hey, I um, I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you this 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 line right here because you mentioned black magic. Uh, this girl, Christy A. I'm assuming it's a girl, that like someone who has a vagina, and she wrote, "Um, uh, is rape equal to getting vaccinated?" And what she what she is uh, referencing is I I made a metaphor the other day, a simile where I basically talked about the coercion of getting people um the injection. Um, by taking their jobs away by, um, I don't know, recently in California, they said if you send your kids to school, you are on the days that um, injections are happening, you are, that's you giving authority to the state to do, um, I forget what the word they use, surgical procedure on them. They use some crazy word. It happened in San, uh, yesterday at the San, jo- San Joaquin Valley Unified School District, said that in a post that they made. And so I was basically showing that like, hey, th- this is a equ- this is equivalent to uh, or tantamount to rape. So 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 she writes that in here. And it's so it, the reason why I get the black magic is rape equal to getting vaccinated. So what you're at. So she's taken what I've said and twisted it I- extremely. But so is rape. And by rape, I, I think Christy means um, and I'm making this up, forcing a penis into a unwilling vagina. I think that's that's the concept of rape that she's trying to push. She should just say what she means. She should type out the whole thing. And then to getting vaccinated and now you're lying because I never, I never said it like that. I talked about forced injection of drugs and yes, those are, those are, um, those are equal. I would rather have, I would rather ha- be forced. No, they're not equal. I would actually rather be raped than forced to, um, have, um, uh, uh, what's something that kills rats? What's uh, strychnine pumped and in, injected into my body. That way I could live to fight another day. So no, they are not equal. And I didn't say they were equal, I was drawing a simile of what was happening to society. So when people write that, is that black magic right there? Is that what you mean by black magic? What is black magic, Ronnie? When I see stuff like that, I'm just like like so taking something I've said and completely spinning it out of context. Not you, even spinning it out of context, just <laughs> lying about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> magic basically means that you are imposing your will into reality. You're able to control reality. And then black magic would be uh, at the detriment of others.
0: Oh, so that is black magic. She was imposing her will at the detriment of others by lying, by confusing what I was saying. I was trying to draw an illustration of how bad it is to force injections onto people. And instead, she is twisting, imposing her will and twisting my words in order to make it seem like something else.
3: Yeah, this gets this gets from my perspective. This gets a little—is cancel culture black magic? Interesting, Mm -hmm. because because if you if you're looking at it from a perspective of which a lot of black magicians do, they don't really believe in wrong or false or shouldn't do. They better to avoid the karma of it. They better right. They they better tell themselves that. So, I mean, I, I would say that I'm similar. I just haven't, you know, stepped over to the dark side. I'm I'm skating the edge, but, uh, yeah. So it gets interesting because then when I look, I, I'm, I look at things like vaccination and I also recognize that this is, this is the experience of, of my, my life, right. My times of our times, this is what we are experiencing. And, from, from, from the perspective of self, right? Like if you're a parent sending your kids to school, it could be something that makes you pay attention, you know, to the schools. And maybe that's the question. Maybe the question isn't should vaccines or no vaccines, but the actual vaccines are making us question the, the, the effectiveness and the responsibility. And should we even be putting our kids in school? Right. And if it's opening up people to that, Mm-hmm. then maybe the vaccines are actually a, a good thing. I see for, it. I see for it. those. Right. So I see it. So, I mean, with opinion on it. I definitely. And it is know. a good
0: thing in that regard. It is a good thing in that regard. Some lady at the tennis courts yelled at me the other day. Well, my kids are already in college. And I thought, wow, that would have been a powerful statement five years ago. But, uh, but now I'm like, oh, you sent your kids to the brainwash factory. You know what I mean? It's like, like the whole sc- no, no, no one, no, no intelligent person thinks college is, it's, it's, it's a, it's uh, just a, a a blanket statement of a great place to send your kids. The landscape right. has changed. There's no Harvard way this- is no longer a good school. It's now a li- an institution of lies and it's been bought. I mean, we saw what happened to stem cell research there. The guy, the premier scientist of stem cell research, who wrote the thirty foundational papers on it, was caught for fraud, and all the papers were had to be retracted. It's like nuts.
3: Yeah. So, so I think our entire society needs all of us. I mean, most. Uh, I shouldn't make a blank statement like that, but a lot of people have been waiting for a, a switch. Right. There's been, you know, even the 2012 thing. There's going, we're going into a different era. Everything's going to get, quote, better. The world's waking up. All these statements suggest that the whole system is going to change. And what we're witnessing over the last year and a half is that the whole system has been changing. Could it be putting pressure on you as an individual? Yes, of course. But that pressure, stress, and friction causes, hopefully, you to act. Otherwise, you're just going to go through this entire life doing nothing, being a victim, you're going to have to replay this entire thing again. Right? You're going to have to come back and replay this entire experience again. It's here for all of us to grow into something new. right? Everybody that lost their jobs, I mean, we're talking about millions of people quitting their jobs, losing their jobs. That's great. That gives a whole lot of human beings energy. It gives the whole world more human energy to create whatever's next and the question is like what's next right are we just sitting at home complaining that no like the the next thing that the all-powerful government says like that's black magic that's when they utilize their tricks in the media to distract the millions of people or billions of people nowadays the billions of people they're able to Infect with their ideas of fear and anxiety to distract them from the fact that they are actually creating all of this and as they pump in more fear and anxiety what the people create is more scenarios filled with fear and anxiety and so they know this they know that we are the creators of all this and if they can control our minds then they control reality, but they're not the powerful ones the people are right like we are the mass of consciousness that's creating this reality and it's up to us to realize that and and to unify as opposed to being unified towards their agenda which is really at our at our choice it's our agenda their agenda is our agenda right now and it always will be so I like this I like this right
0: here this guy just sent us no sorry not us that's a lie not you two sent me (laughs)
3: some euros some
0: euros you're a good dude johnny (laughs) hey um uh, um god you're a positive person i love you rod uh rod there's this daoist saying that says um uh there are no demons here it's just people
3: so demons are are interesting and i and uh,
0: i and i fully see that I, i see just people here and I get, and when I hear people say the government, I'm just like, oh, this is that. That's also that's just lot. It's just words. It's just sorcery. There's only people. It's just people. There's no evil people. There's no good people. It's just people. Right.
3: But just let's people. talk about demons.
0: Okay. Don't scare me. Go so slow. if we take scare the opposite, them. I'll, I'll <laughs> go. Uh, I'll
3: go. Uh, f- fifth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Educate. Oh no. I have 10% battery and a couple of minutes, I might have to go get my charger cause I wasn't planning on using this phone. Yeah. Uh, By the so- way, I
0: highly recommend one of those battery packs. Um, the new ones are so cool cause you, they don't have to stay on your phone all the time. It just sticks on when you need it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like a white, uh, it goes on the back, right? Yeah. It just sticks on there. It's so cool. So like when I come home from somewhere, I just, or I carry it around in my car. So when I'm driving. I just stick it on the back. I used to have one of those big old cases that weighed down my phone. Don't worry, guys, we're going to get to demons, even though I don't want to. He's just making his way. He has to take a deuce. He's dropping a deuce. It's
3: going to
1: go in here.
3: So if we think about demons,
1: Man, the that's opp- a nice place. That's what I was going to say. Nice place right next to the water, too.
3: The opposite of demons. The opposite of demons is. So funny. Plus, I found. I, I, this
0: lady. See uh, that gong you have on of the wall?
3: is angels, right? Okay. The light's too bright in here. So if we were to consider what a demon versus an angel is, is uh, angels would be like. Uh, You know, like when you get those thoughts, right, when you get those thoughts, demons and demons work together is what I'm trying to explain. And I'm going to explain it right now. So angels are are, and demons are are keeping reality uh, set in a way. Right. So what you were talking about earlier like, is there something else that's holding everything together? We can say that if we wanted to look from the perspective where we could consider demons as an actual thing that's controlling reality, then we'd also have to enter angels into the perspective because they work together. Angels are are more light. They're the ones feeding us the thoughts. You know, okay. like the thoughts like you should do this. We get them you know, hundreds of times a day. And most of the time, we're just still looking at our phone or we're considering work and we're like, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. And we kind of ignore those subtle messages that come to us. So when we do that and the angels need something to happen for us and we don't listen because we're too on track with what we're doing, then they go over to the demons, which are from the dark and actually have uh, impact on
2: uh,
3: matter, So demons are more dense, right? And they have impact on matter. And so the angel will have to come over to the demon to say like, Hey, this person's supposed to be on this track, but they're so, you know, focused on this track. What can we do to to get them to change directions? And the demon says, all right, I'll create an experience. I'll create uh, an experience in physical matter that gets them to change. And then that's when like an accident happens, Right? Is that Job
0: that, in the Bible? Usually, Do you know that story our accidents
3: Job? and the things that we would consider caused by demons actually put us on a different trajectory that we would have went on if we were just listening to our higher selves to begin with. So they just get a you know a bad rap because the bad things that happen to us are are you know looked at as as painful. And there's a lot of struggle, but it's just part of our experience.
0: I really like that. Can you hear me?
3: Savon, no. are you muted?
0: No, I don't think so. Can you hear me, Matt? I yeah, I, I was
3: muted that whole time. No, 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 no you're, you're not right. muted. Oh, I get it. I, w- I had my headphones on, but because I was going to cha- charge my phone, I took them out.
0: Yeah, you should keep them out. That way, when I interrupt you, you just keep talking. I like that. That's what all my guests. Should, that's what all my guests should do. Listen, I'll here's the trick, motherfuckers. Uh, um, I really like that story. That's a that's a great way of uh, that's a great way of looking at it. It Reminds me of uh, there's a story of Job. Um, and, and I apologize for any of you, you bibliophiles who, if I'm going to ruin this, but the story of Job is basically, um. God and the and the devil are basically making a bet on whether they can sway a guy's faith. But if you if if you were to tell me that story that you said first, and then I were to read Job, I would see it in a totally different light. But but here's here's the um here's the statement here's the the Stephen Mitchell translation from the Tao: Weapons are the tools of fear. A decent man will avoid them except in the direct necessity, and if compelled, will use them only with the utmost restraint. Peace is the highest value. If the peace has been shattered, how can he be content? His enemies are not demons, but humans like himself. He doesn't wish them personal harm, nor does he rejoice in victory. How could he rejoice in victory and delight in the slaughter of men? Um, and, and there's somewhere else he says something about demons too. But it, it, it's 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 interesting how there could there could be no such thing as demons and yet when you articulate it in a narrative like you just did it's extremely valuable in under- in giving your mind a uh a, um a way of just understanding how the world works
3: yeah i mean like it's beautiful. This, this this concept of no such is that thing art as... is that art what you just did Where? is
0: that art no just that story you told is that art
3: uh no, it's experience. It's it's that comes from somebody, Matias de, de Estefano, uh, who can remember his past lives on other planets, and they're really not past, right? They're current. They're lives that are currently happening, but we remember them as past. But he can remember past lives that he's had on uh, as an Atl- Atlantean living in you know what we call as egypt he also can he has access to lives on other planets where they know these things so this is all information that's accessible to everybody you can there's people that talk about lifetimes on other planets and before you're like well that can't be true it's just a story it's made up until you listen to them and you're like this actually resonates more true than anything I've ever learned in my entire life, and so then it's up to us to make that decision if it's really true or not. And for me, all that matters is what can I integrate from it. So I don't—I'm not really concerned on true versus false because even that's just the context, right? So the same thing with the demon thing: are there demons? Are there not demons? Well, it, that doesn't matter. Like what? What? what can we take from the concept of demons versus angels? Like, do we, because the concept of it and how we integrate that into our life is what's most important arguing about what is or isn't really is just so us trying to hold on to preference of how reality is structured. Yeah. So we all learn through stories, right? Yeah.
0: I guess that's what I call art. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Art. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We, we all learn through stories. That's it's like whether it's a fiction story or a nonfiction story doesn't really matter to me. So that's the great thing about being me is I don't have to filter whether things are true or not. Uh, and I'm open to discuss and open to listen to everybody and everything. And I think a lot of people would gain... If they would uh, just even just pretend that things are true,
0: I I I wonder why more people aren't open to. I, I guess I wonder well, why more people aren't are open, you to open to just open listening.
3: To, are you open to? I mean, we have to do practices like you just did, right? Right, like the practice, like you said, of dying. You know, and just go. Going into the silliness of dying, we really have to go in the extreme with ourselves. Like, think about the things that you absolutely hate and absolutely think are false. Like, let's say vaccines, and you would have to challenge yourself and start thinking, "Well, how is this good for me?" You know, and and then that's how you practice this. And then when somebody comes into reality talking about knowing about past lives on a different planet. Then it makes it a little bit easier to make that jump.
0: We're in the we're in this. Um, that was that was really good. Um, we're in this world where people keep thinking that doing something is the way to fix something, and I don't know if it comes with age or wisdom, but it's actually the opposite. Throwing shit away and get ridding stuff, get rid of stuff, is actually the pathway to um, making more permanent change that is more valuable. So what do I mean by that? Skipping a meal, not making a purchase, throwing something away out of your house, um, not defending what you're saying just because, oh, I'm just keeping it real by just letting things pass, letting things go, freeing things up. Don't ever, uh, everything you put into your Amazon cart, force yourself to wait 48 hours before you pull the trigger on it. The, the, the true power is um, not in, in, uh, True power isn't adding um, the vaccine to your body. The true power is not eating the sugar today um, that that you ate yesterday. It's 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 re- it's reduction. Reduction is where all the power, all the wisdom, all the happiness resides. It is if it, it does not there, it does not there. It isn't the other way. It isn't.
3: And- yeah and what happens if and i don't get mean to say COVID? i'm
0: not open to it because i am open to it and i'm not saying that i don't do it i had i had a piece of candy uh um when, when i threw my kids candy away for halloween i had ate one of the pulled one of those little snickers out of the trash and ate it <laughs> oh, i ain't hating devil you i ain't hatin'. and you know what's crazy is i got a little zit like on my waist right like two days after <laughs> oh, or a day it's crazy immediately
3: when i eat that fake sugar i get pimples
0: but but I'm not telling yeah, – I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you um, to not make the purchase in your Amazon cart for 40 hours because it's like the fiscally responsible thing to do. I'm not telling you because it's – I'm sharing this with you because that's where the happiness is. That's the direction you really want to go is through the not doing the stuff. That's where like all the power is.
3: That's where the experience of self is.
0: Yes, yes
3: everything else is a distraction. Yes. But all of the experiences, all of the buying things versus not buying things, those experiences are what allows us to learn about self. So mm. that's that's really what we're here for. And that's that's the question, right? Like where are we going after this? Because that's really where we can get a solid foundation of what life is is if is this a one and done thing or is this a multiple, you know, lifetime thing? And I think that. Once I'm we still in from-
0: denial that I'm going to die.
3: Uh, well, it just really depends on your definition of death. Right. Right. Because. Let's say you're a leaf on a tree. Every single season, those leaves fall off. Now, is the life that was the leaf dead? Or is it wrapped up in the tree still, which is wrapped up in the earth? Like, because we are similar to that leaf, we are most definitely physical body. In this dimension doesn't seem to be, I mean, there are some people i have lived and existed hundreds of years but just no, there's, the not, normal- no there's
0: not no there's not
3: no there's not <laughs> yeah you know there are,
0: are you're talking about that are you talking about that yoga nanda stuff those guys in the caves yes i know they can't because if they if that was true then i would be doing that
3: uh well, you're doing a whole lot of consuming, right? And participating in worldly worldly stuff. Living in a cave is a different level.
0: Even doing 100 burpee burpees is indulgent. It's the same as eating the Snicker bar. It's just different. But it is also hmm. that indulgence. It is also, it's kind of like... Um, Masturbation. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I I would say masturbation. I I would, I would, uh, if I had to, if if someone asked me, Sevan, I'm going to do something bad today. Should I eat a snicker bar or jerk off? I'd be like, jerk off, jerk off. (laughs) I mean, maybe I'm wrong too. I'm totally totally open to being wrong. Why that one though? Less poison in the body. I just think that, um, (laughs) I just think that that uh, can consu- con- that and that's why I think it, it's different levels of in- indulgence. Uh, there's a there's raw explained it really well right now. He was talking about basically experiential, but you have to go that other way to get the experiences. Um, but but I I think that uh you don't you you want to try to mitigate the damage you do to the vessel in your experiences, and I don't think that there's a ton of value in eating a Snicker bar. And I do think that there's a ton of value. I think there is a ton of value in masturbating and doing a hundred burpees. And um, the only value in eating a snicker bar is that you learn not to do it, that it's bad for you. I don't think that there's, I, I don't know of another one. I'm open to the. I'm open to it though.
1: And do do you think you have to ride that level of consciousness based on you know, the decisions you're making, meaning if you're doing something and then afterwards you feel like guilt or shame, it's going to start to lower your conscious level. A lot of the media pushes things out to have this level of anxiety, this undertone level of fear, which leads to a lower conscious level and then therefore inactivity, right? Because as you move higher up that conscious level chart, you start to evoke action. So you might become angry about what the media is pushing. So maybe you're you're not fear, you're anger, which is going to invoke some sort of action. So then Mm -hmm. therefore it gets you moving, but it seems as if we're almost just on this constant fight, um, including with the, they our politicians, our media, the systemic system in which we live in is constantly trying to suppress the conscious level to an inactivity. And that's kind of the overrising almost theme of everything you guys were talking about. Rod, do you, would you agree with that? Or where do you feel as far as the conscious level rising and falling?
3: Well, it depends on where, you know, everyone's at a different state of being, right? And you mentioned anger. Anger is, is higher than shame, for, right. for instance, right? So if you're depressed, becoming angry is actually going to help you out because it's going to produce, like you said, action. Right. But if you're in a state of happiness, going down to anger is, uh, is not very helpful for you. It's not very helpful for humanity. And so really understanding that we are all responsible for everybody else, right? If we go under the concept of there are no others, then it's all, it's up to all of us to, again, this word control, I don't really like, but let's just say, uh, be aware. It's up to all of us to be aware of our emotional state because that's our vibration, And our vibration as a species is what creates the entire experience for us all. And you can see that as a parent, right? So like if you're a parent that's constantly angry, what sort of opportunities does that lead for your kids? You're going to produce kids who don't know things like trust and things Mm -hmm. like bliss and things like harmony. They're not going to really understand those. And they're going to have to go out into the world and take 20 years of their life of going to self-help seminars and therapy and many, many relationships to really understand what it is to be happy because they've spent their entire life with you as the parent resonating with your anger. And Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of us can understand that from a parent-child relationship, but if we expand our family... Mm -hmm. Out And we expand our family out and realize that we are all a family. And then when you're angry, you affect another person that affects another person that affects another person. And it's all of our responsibilities to raise our level of consciousness up to the degree that we are comfortable being, you know, not faking it, but just being it. Then it allows humanity as a whole to ascend to wherever else we are to go from here.
1: Yeah, I like that analogy of starting with the family, then you could see how that, that works within that dynamic. But then how you grew it to the parallel of like the rest of the people on the earth. That was good. That was a, was a mind-blowing moment there.
3: That's why I like podcasts. That's why I like conversations. <laughs> yeah. You get, you just, you you think about things, like even me, I've never said that before.
1: Yeah, no, that was a really good analogy. And the other thing you started this out and you were the podcast out and you were saying does, if I do a and then I get B, then I get C, but did I Mm -hmm. even was I even the catalyst from a to begin with, right? It almost links back to those thoughts that you were Mm -hmm. saying of light versus dark, you know, these thoughts that originate in our head, like where do they come from? Who if I'm not in control of them, and they're just coming into my mind? And I choose to act on some, some others I don't choose to act on. It's interesting the path that leads you down. Instance, for instance, the one being this podcast with set on. There's multiple times when message this person popped in my head, and then I start to lower that conscious level because you start to feel scared. Well, what if they say no? What if I have rejection? All of this. And then so you continuously suppress that thought. And the interesting thing was coming is like, where is that thought originating in the first place?
3: Exactly. We don't know the answer to that. We think that the I, you know, we mm-hmm. all define what I means. And a lot of us feel that it's like somewhere in between our ears. Right. Like that's what makes us up. So anything in our experience comes from somewhere in here. But I don't know. I mean, when you start looking at DNA, I mean, that looks like more of an antenna. And and oh, you we're start looking antennas. at antennas. Like, we're definitely antennas. S- When you start like looking at like heart replacements, like when somebody needs a new heart and Mm. somebody dies and they take a heart out of one person, they put it into another person and the new person like somehow has all of the memories of the old person.
0: Yeah. And that should happen. There's, there's documentation that people claim that.
3: Yeah. 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 There's been murder cases solved because a child gets murdered. Yeah. Their heart gets put into somebody else the new person can then retell the story of how the murder happened. Yep. And then, like, then the, like, cases have been solved this way.
1: Holy Um, shit. Remember that? I forget the name of the guy, (laughs) but he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he he would always say, it's still your motherfucking set. That's, uh,
3: Fletcher. Yes. Something Fletcher-
1: Yes, TJ Fletcher, I think it is. And he got a heart uh, transplant. And he was saying exactly what you were saying, which he didn't know why. But he had this feeling that it was from a woman. And they were like, you know, a care, like a caregiver in their life and stuff like that. and And he could like feel it within him, but he couldn't describe it. And then later on, when he got the information about where the heart and everything came from it turned out that it was a woman and all this. Yeah, it was nuts, but I, I have, yeah, CT Fletcher. Thank you, uh, Ross Lewis. Um, but yeah, I know exactly. I've heard those stories and it is a trip.
0: Um, so many questions for you, raw, raw. <laughs> um, if, um, I, I I hate to do this to you. I hate so just tell me to fuck off if you don't like this uh this story, this, this pigeonhole I'm going to put you in. But a cowboy wakes up in the morning and he puts on his um, boots because he doesn't want to get bit by rattlesnakes. So that's what his boots are for, right? And he puts on his chaps. I don't know. They have some reason, but probably like so flies don't bite him or something on the horse or the sweat from the horse doesn't get on him. And he puts on a hat to protect himself from the gun, uh, from the sun. And he puts on the guns to shoot the the, the mountain lions that so they don't um, kill his cattle. And everything he has has a purpose, Right. And, and, and I became a dirt toiler doing the um, same thing. I, there were, there were two kinds of hippies at my college. There was the, the ones like me who just like forgot their shoes somewhere and never put on shoes again and started getting their clothes out of the free box and, you know, just didn't wash their hair anymore. And just like, you just slowly just, I, I just reduced my life to like what I wanted to do, which was draw, play Frisbee and bang hose. I mean that in an affectionate way. Sorry. I'm part of the rap, part of the rap generation. Bitches and hoes, and 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 pursue a life of, of of a lifestyle of Jesus, like of of just loving people. I know people are gonna make like, Jesus didn't say bitches and hoes and pursue <laughs> frisbee, but I don't give a fuck. I'm just telling you like where I was at. It was it was it was um love, lo- treat people the way I wanted to be treated, play frisbee, and and um and chase girls, and and that offended you too. You want me to call them ladies? Fine, um. And then there were the other hippies who like cut the whole the hole in their pants and sewed the patch on, and they got the Birkenstocks and they got all the shit that made them hippies, right? What what for you when I I, I, what has happened to you like like? All right, I can answer that. Yeah, like, like you're becoming this person. Your Instagram is – I'm like, what is he sharing? What All this stuff like and, – and if people are so fascinated by you, like this whole dentist thing, like I showed my wife that post and she's fucking just like – I could see it just like – in the best way in the world, stimulated her. Right. And I stimulated the shit out of me and I love that. And it makes people question like, do I have titanium feelings? Is that bad? Or, and it made me click on that dentist post. and want to get him on the podcast. Like, what are you doing? How did you become you in the last five years? How, why are you wearing, how did you become this cowboy that you are? Well, the, and are you faking it? Like, I don't think you're faking it. Like, it's just like, this is just yeah, happening to you. So, right. Cause of just things you're subtracting or adding to your life.
3: I actually, or is this a show?
0: Uh, or both?
3: It's all a show, right? We're all we're all the star of our own movie. So right, right but some back. things
0: just kind of happen, right? Like like I was trying to reduce my life to what I thought would make me the happiest, which was
3: right and that chasing was girls and being like yourself. trying to and
0: follow Jesus. Yeah, go ahead.
3: So we, you know, we become focused on how we want to express ourselves, right? And that has to do with our our sense of self and our sense of like what matters, right? How we measure our life. And when we're young, you know, how we look is, you know, in, in, in high school and middle school, how we look is is important. And maybe we get a job and then the things that we're able to buy becomes important. So then that's what we come consumed with, right? We, we, we get the car, we buy the purse, we do whatever. And, and almost being a good person doesn't matter, right? We go to work and and we forget that we we're spending seventy hours a week at work or whatever it is when we're young, and because what matters is that we can buy things at the end of the day, right? And that's what our focus is on. And then maybe like like you, we get to the point uh, where we we're like, none of that matters. I just want to you know not have things like buying things isn't isn't important. I want to be. A certain way. And so you're unable to focus on different things, right? There's even people that care about their performance, speaking to your audience. And what matters to them is their frantime, time, is their deadlift, is how many abs they have when they take off their shirt. And my audience also things,
0: cares that their spouse um, has an orgasm in um, sex too. It's not just when you refer- referring to performance, just so you know. But, I have a but very like, loving, generous uh, uh, audience. Go on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but but there you can see that we we focus in on aspects of ourself that are important. And the first time we go through this, we have very little capability of of focusing on the other the other aspects of ourself. We can only focus on certain things. But as we release, like at one point, you released, you know, being shoeless. And then you maybe got back into the productive world and what mattered more to you is other things, right? Like how you were producing at work and, you know, building your resume so that you can, you know, build up in whatever ladder you're trying to achieve. And, and maybe as you're going through this cycle the second time, you still care about how you're being, you still might care about uh, how you look. Right, so you're able to focus a little bit more on the different aspects of yourself. That as we keep on going through this cycle, we get better and better and better at being who we want to be in the different aspects, like all equal. And so for me, I've went through that. Like I'm going to see how far I get without working. Can I just you know control and produce? magical experiences in my life without work and that was important but I have that experience so now I'm able to make a lot of money my business life is is very successful I'm able to uh, buy things for the experience of buying things and and just you know what is it like to buy a thousand dollar pair of shoes I don't know I'm gonna find out I'm able to do that stuff and I'm also able to still have the integrity of being the same integrity that I that I developed when I wasn't working when I didn't have money when I was able to focus on treating others as self I'm able to carry these 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 aspects of myself into my current state and I think that we all do this we go through these cycles of what's important and then we carry forward with us and we're able to be more more ourselves in all the different aspects of life and so that's where I think <laughs> A lot of people pigeonhole me into, well, you're supposed to, you know, you're talking about this spiritual stuff. Why aren't you spiritual? Because they look at people who are on their first level through and all they're doing is spiritual, 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 and they can't focus on how do I make money, right? So you got these poor spiritual people and that's the ones that everybody kind of recognizes as how I'm supposed to be with this mustache and this hair because I fit that category those eyes too. Those
0: eyes too, and that body. You yeah. got all of you got all the all the stuff. complete package. Yeah, you. So
3: are. so I mean I think I've just I've been through the cycle several times, so I'm able you know to live. Dude, in that a that's you explain
0: house. that. You explain that so well. Mm-hmm. You explain that so well. Yeah, uh, 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 this is falling into the minutiae a little bit, but I encourage all of you who still have the opportunity to experience homelessness um, in your life. And the reason why is because there's a profound freedom there. And the way you do homelessness, and I'm going to tell you just in a really nutshell, is the two main components of this are are this. To not need anything, if you want to be super happy and homeless and free, to not need anything and to not tax other people. Do not ask other people for shit. If you sleep on their couch, be gone before they wake up. Leave all the dishes in their house clean. They will invite you back over. Don't talk too much. Be super chill. Be great to their kids. Um, take your shoes off. You want to be as low impact as possible. And you'll start noticing when you don't demand things and, you, and you're and you just super cool, the universe will start pouring an abundance on you. Really reduce who you are. Be Do that. From there, you can start your hustle. And what is your hustle? Your hustle is is you'll notice one day you're just sitting at a coffee shop doodling on a uh, – drawing a picture on a gum wrapper, and someone will be like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And then you'll give it to them, and someone else will say, hey, will you, will you do that for me? And you'll be like, yeah, and you'll doodle one, and they'll buy you a cup of coffee, and your hustle's begun. <laughs> And your fucking hustles become, and 15 years later, you're the you're selling art for three million dollars uh, a pop, and they're just all on gum wrappers, and you didn't do shit, right? Exactly. That and 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 what, what when I and the, what made me think of this is when I hear Raw talking about how it, you guys are going to misinterpret what he says about um, he's going to try to make a living without working. He, he um, I know what he's saying. Because I, I'm doing the exact same thing. Once you are realize that the universe is going to catch you and take care of you, as long as you don't tax the system, um, you can't play the victim mindset. You can't tax the system, you have to contribute, you have to be a good person, and the system will start to catch you. I know those good person and tax system, I I I would love to be more um we don't have um, i would love to be more articulate on that and not be so superficial and use conceptual ideas but i think you're kind of getting it i think we've touched on it but if you don't experience one when you the first time you're homeless and the first time you surrender to all that it is it's scary yeah you're like where am i going to eat where am i going to sleep what am i going to do and th- but but it's really not that scary it's not like fucking uh, being homeless in fucking africa and and you'll figure it out and if you're open to meeting angels, you will meet angels and there will be people you manifest who help you get direction. They'll show you to get your first meal that first morning. And you will start to really get in the flow, especially if you're a young man, you should attempt that. It's so free. It's so happy. There's, uh, those will be the happiest years of your life.
3: I mean, but females have been doing it forever. Yeah, they, sure.
0: I I just don't know. I I just, I don't want to, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
3: No, sorry, it says, ahead. am I thinking that home? Someone just said, am I wrong in thinking homelessness is much more risky for women than men? Listen, homelessness doesn't mean you don't have a place to sleep. Like women have been not working and also having many places to sleep. When I was, when I decided I didn't want to have a home, I, the availability of me being able to sleep, where like it, it was almost like I had five homes at that point. Yes, I had yes, open yes. Invites everywhere. I had too
0: many homes, too. Yes,
3: right. So women have been doing this for centuries or or millennia as well. Like they're the masters at knowing how to be of value in other ways besides what we would consider work, right? And they get cars and houses offered to them just because they're happy and they make other people feel good when they're around. And that's, that's, you know, so we're not talking about homeless in the gutter. You can do that, but it's not necessarily what, what we mean by that. Uh, but as Savan was saying, the not taxing thing. Yeah, that was my rule. It was like, I wasn't going to ask anybody to sleep on their couch. If I needed to, I would sleep in my storage unit, which I had to do a few times. I also liked uh, Korean spas that were open 24 hours a day, did that a few times, but for the most part, it would be in the afternoon and I would just think, man, I don't know where I'm going to s- sleep tonight. And as I'm having that thought, somebody would message me saying, Hey, I'm going to Europe for two weeks. Can you watch my apartment? Or, or can you watch my place? And you know, it's on the beach in Hermosa beach. And I'd just say, yes, right? And you'd go. Um,
0: I want to answer this question, being homeless in Africa. So I've spent a lot of time in Africa. uh, I don't know, probably six months of my life throughout the years. And um, so if you've never been to Africa – I don't know, I don't know if you have, but these are interesting comments. Being homeless in Africa, what I meant by that specifically, and I know it's a big continent, is you there is never a shortage of food. Like when people talk about food droughts or a shortage of food or any of that stuff, and you live in the United States, you someone who's been homeless, you're a complete fucking idiot to me. Because I know none of those things are true. I can always and I've spoken to doctors. And, and I did a podcast with a nurse specifically who helped a homeless man cures type 2 diabetes just by eating out of dumpsters. There is those – there's an abundance of shit in this country where there isn't in Africa is what I meant by that. And um, I don't mean to, to pick on you, uh, but more likely the extended family would help you before you're homeless. So you're painting homelessness in a bad light in a bad light by saying they would help you before you're homeless. It's not like that. You're totally missing the point. just even writing this it's not it's not about um helping someone it's um you like like i I wasn't homeless because my family wouldn't have taken care of me or because i didn't have another way that's not what i'm talking about maybe i won't call it homeless everyone should choose the ascetic lifestyle am i pronouncing that word right ascetic how do you spell that word Everyone at some point in their life should choose to walk, should, should read about Jesus's life and try to mimic him as the best they can. How's that?
3: Yeah. Jesus and many other,
0: Buddha. Many other people. Buddha. Yeah. You should read Siddhartha and try to do that. I, I, I spoke to uh, um, Bob. Oh, do you know fitness Lonnie? Do you know Dorian?
3: I Ron? mean, I, I've had conversations with him, but.
0: Oh yeah. We've. Ago. Yeah, we've talked about that. Your guys's path, your guys' paths have crossed around women, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so he has been a, a monastic monk for the last five years. He's been in Brazil for the last couple years. He spends a shitload of time alone. And when I mean alone, I'm not talking about like like what most of you guys think of alone. I'm talking about alone. I'm talking right. about like sitting in a in a in a tree made out of a fucking hammock made out of fucking branches and leaves and he's coming back soon and i can't wait to talk to him and i wonder if he'll come on the podcast um oh, i was going to tie this to something we were talking about the the uh, ascetic lifestyle homeless anyway i forget i forget maybe i'll maybe i'll come back to me but what but he he's a he's a fantastic individual and i met him and he was basically when i met him um he, him, him and Ronnie and I have all had very similar, um, walks and I was very tempted to do what he did. I guess maybe I just didn't have the balls or the opportunity or, you know, I guess if, if I would have walked by a, um, home for monastic monks, I could have accidentally become one. Could that have happened to you, Ra?
3: Yeah. I was going to, after I closed my gym, I was going to put all my money into Bitcoin and, go to the Himalayas and live, uh, in this community that was a four days walk from the nearest road. And I was all set up. I was going to, to, I had my flight over to, you know, I had the the connection in Nepal. I was going to stay there. I was giving away all my stuff and I, and, and I needed to renew my passport. And I was expediting that process. The password was going to be back. I was giving away all my stuff. And uh, this was in 2017. So this, I, I, I can't imagine if I would have, you know, I would, have, I would be a millionaire right now if all the money I had then went. <laughs> but what, what happened And was, you would
0: know a lot about, about monastic monks.
3: Yeah, what happened <laughs> was four days before I left, I got... A letter that said my passport wasn't renewed because my birth certificate uh, had some holes in it from being folded, and it wasn't accepted. And so that kept me in in North America. That kept me here. Uh, but who knows? I mean, that was that was. I still went and did my version of that over the next, you know, couple years. But. It would have been a lot different version of that aspect of myself had I been able to go into that experience. There must have just been so much stuff keeping me here.
0: Um, My wife just sent me a text. I was showing the boys raw and Ari said, raw, raw, row your boat gently down the stream. (laughs) Uh, So a few days ago, I invested in Bitcoin and uh probably like a week ago 250 bucks and then uh, the other day i invested another like 120 bucks and i this morning like it it, i can't i don't know what's going on and i trying to talk to as many people as i can but man it just like i'm invested like in 10 different bitcoins and just like last night alone i made 20 bucks on like 480 bucks just from when i went to bed and woke up this shit it's just crazy i wonder what's going on i wonder if i'm gonna lose all this money when do i pull out But
3: it's not that much money
0: (laughs) Right, and you're we not co-
3: really gonna get interested in it by investing pennies, <laughs> uh, right? Like that's like it's what's
0: cool is that, like I bought a hundred thousand of something. Okay, good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like for yeah. like eighty bucks, I was like, yeah, damn, I own a hundred thousand of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a boss.
3: Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they keep on saying it's going up. It's going up, and nobody believed five years ago that it bet Bitcoin was going to be $80,000 when it was like 2000. Everyone was like, that's insane. But all the experts were saying, no, it, it's going to be. And it's, you know, approaching 70 right now. So, uh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I invested in a bunch of different, did I, I may have misenunciated. I don't know if I, I did buy the one that's called, there's one that's called Bitcoin, right? Specifically. Right, and then and then I don't know what all the other ones are called, but I I I have this. I'll show you my I'll show you my wallet. I don't know if you can see it, (laughs) but there's my wallet. Mm -hmm. And so those are all the different ones I own. But I don't even know what any of those numbers mean. Yeah, I I have no idea what those numbers mean.
3: I mean, for all the people that are, yeah, I mean, Bitcoin and and all the whole market is up pretty high right now. It might dive back down, but. And then it's probably going to go up but the whole thing is very this is like to give point to your example of college isn't necessarily teaching anybody anything new because four years down the road from now if we're living in a different world that that whole cryptocurrency blockchain thing is what the entire future is going to rest on like the entire future of the internet will be on the blockchain it's not just going to be like you know random computers it's a ledger it keeps track of it documents basically and it's and it's it's impenetrable it can't be uh manipulated after the fact so musicians artists and all different types of professions who need to keep track of something like if you produce this podcast and you wanted to sell it or you wanted to know how many people listen to it and you wanted that all to be trackable that's possible with the blockchain so that when you go to another company to sell the idea of sponsorship it's all like clearly you know it's clearly able to be seen it basically allows everybody to have sight and vision on different aspects of our society and our entire society will be impacted by the blockchain.
0: All all I heard Rod just say is we're about to get a fat sponsor. Is that
1: what you heard, (laughs) Sousa? Yeah, I think that's what it was.
0: Holy shit, that's awesome.
1: The one thing that I'm okay curious about is like with the, and as far as like cryptocurrency and the blockchain is considered is like how long before that actually just becomes um, outlawed by the governments because they see it as such a threat, right? Because if like the concerns, the currency is now open sourced and I could see where every transaction is happening and it has a history of that transaction. It's going to limit the amount of corruption that could come through there. Of course, everything will find its way, right? But at the beginning it's going to really limit that. So I wonder how long it'll be before some country or a government decides, hey, it's getting too much influence, too much power in the market. Let's shut it down or regulate it. Yeah,
3: and we're Didn't
0: China already do that? Didn't China shut it down?
3: China shut down the internet. Yeah. They have have restricted the, the internet as we know it right now. I think that, maybe the next generation, right? Like we progress generation by generation because, you know, the old people right now are still trying to keep their systems in place. But as they all start to die, I think the kids are going to find out a way to start generating a new society, utilizing, utilizing what we're talking about. And there's not going to be, I mean, the, the, the elites are going to have their hand in everything and they already have, they've influenced the, the, blockchain cryptocurrency markets already mm-hmm. and you've seen the impact there so i think the only way that they're going to be able to really have control of the whole thing is for them to get involved in it uh i can't wait to be
0: one of the elites it's gonna be so fun <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you know you know fitness lonnie like for instance he's in the jungle somewhere Yep. he essentially isn't affected by the elites isn't i'm just you know, imagining somebody sitting in a tree. Right. 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 We can become an elite of our, of our own reality by just not participating in the system. And then, and then we have control. And then we also can learn how to participate in the system in the same mode.
0: If you don't have kids and you didn't hear what he, if you don't have kids, you need to hear what he just said and, and immediately do that. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to the world. Stop participating. If you are not obligated, if you don't have responsibility outside of yourself, quit being a pussy and fucking make the leap, leap out of society. It's so much more fun. It's so much more fun. I would not be who I am today if I wouldn't have done, if I wouldn't have known this before I had kids. Leap out. Start taking just- crazy care of yourself, man. Start just, man, you have, it's, it's go ahead. Sorry, Raw.
3: I was just going to say a lot of us can just look at the last five years of our life and realize that we're doing the same thing that we were doing five years ago. And, you know, haven't really done anything substantial or, you know, a lot. And I'm just saying a lot of us, I'm not saying everybody, but there's a lot of people who can look at the last year or five years and say like maybe doing something radically different, like moving to South America and living, you know, for $10 a month, you know, get, take $50 down there. You got five years of living or five months of living, whatever, take $500 with you and you can live essentially forever uh, in a, in a third world country. You're going to gain from that experience more, more than you would in the lat, you know, what, doing what you're continuously doing. Uh, but we've already, we've already, yeah, we've already it, hit it, down on that. It it could
0: be it could be as simple. Also, people just so so. I don't want to get too abstract. I want to give you some things that you can really do. Here are some things you can do. You can cancel your subscription to the New York Times. You can cancel your subscription to Sirius XM Radio. You can, um, like I said, start practicing not buying stuff in your Amazon cart until it's been sitting there for forty eight hours. You can start making sure you walk barefoot. Uh, basically, start reducing your life. Any way you can reduce your life from the things you do, um, wear your shoes one hour less a day. Anything you can do to start reducing your life will open up other possibilities and will get you out of the system. I'm, there is this there's this saying that people who don't stop thinking don't think about new things. And I'll give you a very practical way to think about life. And, and Ronnie touched on this earlier, which was fascinating. I had never heard it explained quite the way he explained it. Your life is a record. And for those of you who don't know what records are, there are these vinyl things and they're black and you put a needle on it and it spins around. And it starts at one end and it goes to the end. And then and then if you have a cool record player, like one of the fucking super high-tech ones from the 80s, it it'll, it'll you can make it so the needle picks up and goes back and plays the record again. And basically what your life is, is it's a record. And that record is imprinted, let's say when you're two years old. Don't, for all, all, all purposes let's say at two years old your record is printed and for the next um 100 years if you live to 100 years that record will play 50 times and it will be the exact same record every time exact same record every time exact same there's only one way to change the record and it's through something called meditation and what is meditation meditation is a form of profound stillness where instead of acting or letting the record keep playing, you make a, you, you put a pause in it and you say still and you let, because you're an antenna, you let a new transmission rewrite something on your record in that spot and give you a new, something new to your story. I don't know if it adds to your story. I don't know if it writes over the old story. Not important. This is how you change your life. And so it's by taking things out. Out and so as you practice taking things out superficially and physically, like a a SiriusXM uh, um, uh, subscription or your shoes, you will slowly work to slowing down and, and making your mind quiet in the moments of stillness for you as an antenna to to write something new on your record. So you don't have to do the same misery, the same happiness, the same bullshit fifty times in a row. And to give you guys an example of how we are antennas. And, and I had this, I had this um, uh, realization. I, I, I see how my antenna operates. Um, think of it this way: there's a radio playing, a little transistor radio, and you hear an orchestra coming out of it. You're not fucking a, a moron. You don't open up the transistor radio and look for all the little tiny people and they're playing violins and pianos and oboes. You know it's coming from somewhere. That's who you are. That's what you are.
3: Yeah. Our you're just a, you're not-
0: just a fucking transistor radio. Well, cool, you got arms and legs and shit. and You can do all sorts of cool shit besides just sing and play music.
3: I have something to add to that. If we Please. if we look, like, when it comes to gods, we've got monotheism where there's the belief of one god and then we've got polytheism where there's a the belief of many gods. And essentially, when you look at the polytheistic gods you got like the god of the sea the god of uh like it's basically like there's a lot of gods of nature and and emotion and there's not like the god of amazon uh not amazon the actual amazon but there's not like the god of what we are experiencing in life and so as we let go of this life we can start getting into the aspects of nature and it's essentially the elements right? Like the light, the earth, the water, the air. And when you can start to pay attention and learn from nature and really observe yourself in nature outside of a home, you can eventually transition back into society and utilize all of those lessons and all of those observances within regular life. But it does take kind of like shedding. There's this shedding that happens so that we can go back to what a lot of the ancient cultures were observing and labeling as godlike forces. Uh, the mono the monotheism is is really not an external god. It got all switched because a king needed to rule people, so they're basically like made all the power outside of the self. A monotheistic religion started off with like all of these powers of nature that the polytheistic cultures labeled are really all inside of you and when you realize that anything powerful that you observe outside is is really just happening within yourself then it allows you to operate within society not being so swayed by other people's programs and other people's agendas and and just be able to be a more powerful aspect of reality and and that word power Basically, a difference between power and force, right? Like a lot of us might feel like we're forcing our way through the world, which means that like we're struggling to pay the bills and we are forcing ourselves to go to work. We have to wake up and struggle, and and there's this force. But if we increase our power, then less force is needed, right? And so if we can increase our power on the field, because uh, this isn't really like, this is all just an energetic field, right? The entire world, everything around us, not really solid particles. It's just, it's a field that we experience as solid matter, but we have impact on it. You can have, some of us can have a thought and tomorrow that thought manifests into life, right? Or maybe it takes five years or maybe it's instantaneously. And the way that we increase that ability is by increasing our power, the way that we increase our power is we really need to understand how the powers of the universe work, work and internalize it. And then as Savannah is saying, the way that we internalize it and we, the way we observe it is to shed all of the distractions that we've accumulated so far in life.
0: Uh, um, uh, do you, do you, can you give me an example? I, I don't think a lot of people – under I see hear people use the word manifest a lot. Can you tell me about the last time
3: I was on here? You sent me a text, a picture of a text that said, uh, I thought everything Ronnie was saying was bullshit until I was driving to go buy a boat. And on the way, I thought to myself, it would be really nice if the boat was just given to me for free. And when he showed up, the lady just gave him the boat for free. (laughs)
0: Uh, I vaguely remember that. That's right. Who was that? Was that someone I know or did someone send me that in the DMs? I remember Somebody
3: that. Somebody sent you it in the DM that basically he considered what I was saying and he was like, maybe I don't need to buy this boat for $3,500. And he showed up and the lady was like, look, my husband just died and I really just want to get rid of this and you can just have it. And so manifesting is goes back to to magic, right? We can, we can really create this reality and and understanding that and believing that is step number one so we could just start with something easy well first you need to to think about the things that we have manifested before so when people. we this is going to listen up, to this when something Sorry. comes up in your life that you manifested you have to really understand that you have control of it and there's two ways that this happens where you can very easily see it number one is like little stuff like let's say you're driving into a parking lot and you're like front row parking right front row parking is is what i'm getting today we i would say a lot of people have had that experience and then were able to get that front row parking right where you're like i'm gonna drive to." i
0: always get front row parking (laughs) right that's one of my greatest tricks i always park in a front motherfucker it's me i'm here
3: (laughs) right and what does that take? It takes your belief, it takes your faith because otherwise you would have searched through the back yes. first, yes. right? Because usually the front yes. row requires you to believe that you're going to get that front row. You have to yes. drive all the way to the front and then voila, it's there. So, just And I'm always happy
0: to give it up too. Like, yeah. like I'm always happy. To, it's weird. It's both sides. I'm always like when I leave and someone else gets it, I'm so happy for them. <laughs> I'm fucking so happy for the other person. Like, yeah, you you get front row too. Good to see you, brother. The, the other
3: way to recognize it is when negative stuff happens in our life. So the things that stick out are like, oh, that sucks, right? Instead right. of saying, Oh, that sucks, like that's almost like the program. Like, I wish that wouldn't happen to me. No, recognize how you created that. Go back in your mind and, and 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 look at the program, and you'll realize that the shitty things that happen to you in life, it's so easy to see. How you created it. So I don't you- lose
0: my wallet either, by the way. Like if my wallet's gone, I'm finding it. Oh, look, I, I haven't seen my wallet in three weeks. Shit, I don't know where it's at. Oh, hey, did you see the Delta Airlines sent it back to you? Of course they did. <laughs> of course they fucking did. And then I leave the Delta Airline sticker on it on my wallet for the rest of its life because to remind me, like my wallet's always coming back to me. Sorry, sorry. But I've always had a belief in that too. My wallet's always with me. You are not losing.
3: When you can, when you can get that out of your mind, right? That negative things aren't happening to you, that you're creating them. When you can understand that, then you can start to realize that you're also creating the good things. You're also creating the things that you need, but it does take you. You have to step out of the victim mentality that things are happening to you first, like that's a prerequisite. So if you're still someone that says the the phrase that sucks Like that needs to be eliminated from your vocabulary. Vocabulary, if you want to manifest, you cannot manifest. You cannot create anything if you still are using language that that is of the realities happening to you. All right, and then you can start to step into that realities happening for you, even the bad stuff. But you do have to accept the president. You do have to accept the vaccines. You have to accept everything that's happening in life, happening for you. And then you can start to to utilize that to trust like the partner spot that you know the things that you need are going to be there because you have this connection with reality. But the more that you say that sucks or that shouldn't be or that person's wrong, that's distancing you away from your ability to be in harmony with the field. And so we have to just increase our acceptance of the field and you as the field. And then anything that you need desire usually will show up to you more perfect than you could, than your little mind could even imagine.
0: Uh, I don't want to get distracted by this comment, but I'm just going to read it. Uh, you need to be more specific with this this discussion the self does not create every bad thing that occurs that's ludicrous hold that thought for a second um (laughs) for those of you going back to the manifestation thing it's so awesome it's so simple you have i'll tell you a quick game that my wife and i used to play but basically, all you need to do, you don't need to do anything to manifest stuff except become aware, and I think Ronnie touched on this, that, that, it, that it happens. Once you're convinced that it happens, everything else will just fall into place. You'll stop fucking around. It's just like if you were sitting in your bedroom and I threw a cobra in there and locked the door, like all of a sudden all of your attention would be on the cobra. You wouldn't need any more fucking explanation. You wouldn't need me to tell you it's dangerous. You wouldn't need me to tell you anything. There's nothing I could tell you. You would fuck even you would only watch the Cobra. So what do you need to do to see the Cobra, the power of manifestation? You have to start playing games. And so I'll tell you a game I used to play with my wife and it's called the manifestation game. So you wake up in the morning and she would say, okay, a raw of earth. And then I would say, okay, and then the first one of us who saw the raw of earth or got some manifestation of or something would call and you win the game. So then I would be driving down the freeway and, and, you, and you can't cheat. I would be driving down the freeway and then, then I would see on a sign, I would see oh on one side it says raw. And then I'd look across the freeway and it would say earth. And I would be like, dude, no, it's not a photo. i be like, I win. I see raw and then earth. Or she would say, then I would say, okay, rooster. And, and then, you know, we lived in the city in Berkeley. And then all of a sudden I roll up to my mom's house and I see for the first time, I guess it's always been there. My mom has this steel rooster in her front yard. I'm like, mom, how long has this rooster been here? She's like fucking, you know, 10 years. And every and you can just play the manifestation game any, and just find one other person to play it with. And what it does is it will start to expand your awareness and your perception And eventually, things will really start clicking to you. It's super duper simple, but you have to proactively get this involved. And then from there, fuck all the books and how to manifest and all that shit. Everything else will slowly just fall into place because you'll see the like. I I can't. I want to say the potency of it, but it's 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 as intense as being locked in a room with a cobra. You're not going to take your eyes off that game once you see it. It is the game. It's everything.
1: And I think you need that space. Going back to what you guys were saying before, when you start to consume less and you start to want to use less, what you're actually creating is the space to allow that to come in. Because if you're always so caught up in your materialistic things or getting here, getting that, and you live in a place of victimhood, you're living in a place of fear, you're living in a place of anxiety, how in the world are you going to have the mental space to open up to allow those sort of things to start to come into your life for you to actually start to manifest them, for you to start to create that reality, right? And I think that's what a lot of the systemic pressure that we feel from our cohort of government, you know, media, and then as well as large major corporation, it keeps you within that framework of busy, it keeps you within that framework of consumption, anxiety, fear, the next bill you have to pay. And so there's really no space for you to have that the freedom between the stimulus and then your response and there was the going back to that comment with josh king here when he said you need to be more specific with the show you the self does not create every bad thing that occurs that's ludicrous no, Josh, what we're actually talking about is you to have the mental space to where when something you perceive as negative comes in, you have the freedom to choose your response and then therefore your action based off the stimulus that's coming in. Ra, you said it best and I wrote it in a note here. It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's what you do with the thing.
3: Right. I mean, the, the good and bad is, is just uh, perspective, for everything that you think is bad, there's another person that thinks it's good. Yep. And not a single one of us, not a single one of us on this entire planet and entire history has ever thought that anything that we have done is bad or wrong. It's not a single right. one of us. Even Hitler, guys, he was yep. cleaning. He was oh, that's a great example. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. Every action. Is I just- know it's right.
0: nuts, right?
3: so and and when you look at hitler and you're like well how is it uh you know how 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 is it beneficial to the earth right well how would we know that doing that isn't like correct unless it's been done right and we can analyze it and we can see it and then we can decide maybe that's not a good idea for me right like i can see how that worked out. Maybe it's not a good idea for me. Right. So without people doing the things that you think are wrong in your life to you, you wouldn't learn the lessons from that to maybe not treat others that way. So all of these experiences are necessary. We're here to grow guys. Like, uh, like, why are grow we Grow
0: dope, grow dope. <laughs>
3: And, 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 I listen to
0: too much rap music. I'm so
3: sorry. I just can't help it. If you want strength, right? Like, let's say you want to be a good, good person in a relationship that's going to require you to be in a lot of relationships where maybe you got screwed over. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want, if you want to be financially successful, you would have needed the experience to know what losing your money is like, what making bad business decisions is like so that in the future you don't walk down those pathways. So when things happen to you, let's say you lose $10,000 in your current business. Well, maybe that's saving you $10 million, 20 years down the line. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Like it's, it's very easy to see these when you step out of, when somebody else is telling you their problems, it's, you know, I, I, I studied psychology. I've been looking at the mind my entire life, so I should say it's very easy for me when somebody else tells me their problems, it's very easy for me to see how it's beneficial to them. And I think that if we all open up to all of our problems that we have are beneficial to us, then we stop looking at them as problems and we can expand that into all of reality.
0: If you are not a a superhero like raw of earth, you should go to barbelljobs.com and look for a job.
3: sweet
0: Uh, is that like a gym no it's a it's a it's a a website where you can four gyms gyms, yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah so basically if you if you want a job in the in the gym space or if you're a gym who's looking for someone you could post an ad there and that guy reached out to me and said hey i'd love to sponsor your podcast i was like i would love for you to sponsor my podcast it's a good number one job the number the world's number one job board for the crossfit community and look, there's a, and look, and if, if you're into like, if you have a back fetish, you can go there and just look at that girl's back. I mean, it's got, it's, got, it's a cool website. It's
1: got everything. <laughs> Scap.
3: It's, it's a, a good idea. Friend. It is so, tough to find talent.
1: It Yeah. And having, uh, having owned a gym in the past, right. You know that, that, that's one of the toughest portions is keeping that pipeline of qualified coaches full in the uh, barbelljobs.com makes that easy for gym owners and coaches alike. <laughs>
0: why um Ra, why did you get why are you getting married why did you get engaged that's that so doesn't fit your hair and your eyes and your mustache yeah. and your um this image that this box that uh, i keep you in i keep you yeah, in this box so, and now you're trying to get out uh for her well that was um, easy
3: <laughs> <laughs> i i mean it's something that she feels is important and And i feel that she's important enough for me to step outside my perspective right i obviously don't believe in a piece of paper i don't believe in the government saying that something is right or wrong like none of that means a single thing to me but i also do understand that you know maybe a lot of little girls grow up and they dream of this thing that they call a wedding and I want her to have that experience. At, and, and it's not that I want her to have that experience and I'm just doing it for her. That's kind of what the statement sounds like me just saying, like, I'm doing it for her. I'm I'm doing it with her. It's it is for me. I want her to have that experience. I want her to feel that. And I have. I mean, I'm committed. There's like the piece of paper is not necessary for me. And I'm willing to do the piece of paper. I'm willing to do the whole thing. Uh, and I want to because she wants it. And I recognize that. So, you know, this, this whole thing of life and the whole thing with relationships. Relationships, like Savan's talking about going, you know, with, without the, the finer things in life. Getting into a relationship is a great practice of self. Because all of your programming gets reflected back to you w- when you're going through life in a team. And, and this is a great practice for me. It's a great practice for everyone. But it's something that I'm constantly, you know, in the middle of a conversation or discussion, she's her own person, has her own perspectives. And I have my own perspectives. And it's really an opportunity for me to question myself myself. In many different scenarios uh, and really challenge my programming because of the relationship. So, yeah,
0: it's. uh, And if that's not challenging enough for you, ask your parents to move in with you. You want to get a bunch of fucked up mirrors all going at the same time.
3: (laughs) Yeah, the mirror thing. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that are very experienced at that, more experienced than me. You guys all know
0: god the, um I, there is there is like sort of that famous saying i don't remember who said it or exactly. i'm not gonna wear right but this minute you think you're enlightened go hang out with your parents
3: <laughs> right something it's like that
0: like, it's like you're just like wait what uh raw this is awesome better than i thought my wife's uh, last night i asked my my wife said uh So you have Raw on tomorrow? I said, yeah. She goes, oh, that's going to be fun. I go, I'm nervous. She goes, why? I go, I don't know. I just feel like we could run out of stuff to talk about. And it just shows just like how stupid that is. I have two pages of notes here and I didn't didn't have to reference them. I think the only thing I brought up that's on my notes is about getting engaged.
3: (laughs) So it's a legit question. It's fair. Uh yeah,
0: I because I because I I thought getting married was just part of a tool of the man. I um I just thought it was completely absurd. I I thought having kids was absurd. And then the the two things, the only two things I really have to say about it is one time I was on an airplane and there was crazy turbulence, and I heard this almost like loudest voice I've ever heard in my head, and it said, "You idiot, you should have gotten married before you died." And I was like, "What the fuck? Who is that?" <laughs> And then I told my wife that, but that's not why we got married. Then eventually a couple of years later, I, and I came home and told my wife that and I never heard that ever again, but it was just bizarre. And then, um, and then a few years after that, after we had Avi, I started just thinking, Hey, if one of us died, it would be so much easier if we were married, just legally, all this shit would just land in one place or the other. So we got married. And then when we got married, something changed to this day, I still don't know what it is, but it's for the better. Like I'm, Mm. I'm, I'm enjoying calling her my wife. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying. Not like I enjoyed that. Not like I enjoyed that Snicker bar a few days ago. That small guy, small. Just it was probably the only one I've had in a couple years. But, um, but I'm enjoying it. It's very subtle.
3: Yeah, the kid thing is another thing. I'm definitely enjoying the, the connection as well i mean going through life as a team is different and, and and it can be better right than just going solo and and knowing that you're on a team and and that commitment is there is something special uh and the kid thing you know i'm i'm looking forward to kids because it's in a way to integrate. It's, it's just a deeper level of integration. You get to integrate your experiences. You're going to do that.
0: You're going to, you're going to have a kid. Yeah. Are you having unprotected sex? Kids. Yeah. Yeah. You you are. So
3: we're not, we're not necessarily trying right now, but it's coming up.
0: You said you, well, if you're having unprotected sex, it's definitely coming up
3: that's not true it's not you can pull out oh i guess pulling out is a protection uh so then i well am- no no
0: I, I i don't think pulling out's a protection but i but i hear you i hear you I hear. You. <laughs> dude here's what i you want to know what i think about pulling out this is what i think pulling out's a bad idea because i still think like i think some bitch-ass sperm are like at the like the cheaters are already at the head the motherfucking cheaters and so, if you pull out some of those cheaters, get to the egg, and then you get some fucked up, weak ass kids. So either ah. wear a condom or bust an item. Just making that up. I don't know what <laughs> the fuck I'm talking about. I just want to be funny. But uh,
3: I like that that scenario because they didn't have to to fight the millions of others. Yeah, right? yeah. Fuck
0: those guys. The what are they called? It's like the pre, one of pre. I'm gonna ask Kate. I'm gonna ask Kate about it on Sunday show. The pre. She's all things sex to me. Like any questions I have, but the what's that called? The pre pre-com, pre-seminal fluid, yeah.
1: pre com pre seminal fluid pre hey those are just strategic sperms that's all fuck those those guys they don't get the egg i want the guy in the
0: i want the guy in the back who's holding the heisman fucking running up (laughs) through the middle you know what you know what this lady kate told me i know we have to go but uh, i think it was kate and her someone told me or was it Lindsay from birthfit i didn't know this but she told me oh i'm gonna fuck this up i'm gonna mess this all up (laughs) <laughs> something about that there's that there's there's cells in the women's body I always thought that the I was always taught that the women's um the, the whole journey that the sperm take up to the egg it was was a hostile environment, but the way she was explaining it is is that there was like stuff inside the woman that's like kind of like escorting that they get an mm-hmm. escort to the egg and that, well, and, and, that and that basically this. there's an interview process too that basically yeah. there's something in the the it's not there's something part of the woman's body that's like choosing which sperm to let through right ah, now nah, you're a bitch ass ah, you swim funny hey i don't like that you know <laughs> i don't your tail's all jacked up and then it's just letting in the good ones
3: right it makes
0: sense it does someone needs to make a cartoon so i can visualize it better
3: <laughs> are we wrapping up is that what i was hearing from you we
0: are We're, josh just manifest those kids yeah 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 <laughs> Pull out is not protection. Pulling out does not work.
2: <laughs> I have to wait. I uh, asked
3: Yandy's are... mom. That's how Yandy got here. Right. Right so most of us got here from from being one of the, the ones that jumped the gun. <laughs> 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 We're all that bitch ass sperm.
0: <laughs> my um my mom, my mom I asked my mom before I had kids. I said, What why did you have me? And she said, Your father and I wanted to have a love child. And I when we had Avi, I for sure like every every night before we would have sex um, or after I think Avi maybe was made in the afternoon. I can't remember, but um, I would I remember I would get into these profound frenzies in my head of how much I loved my wife and I wouldn't let it just be I, I tried I tried to make making avi more than having sex those interactions with my wife like Mm -hmm. and and same with my twins during that whole process i was like just brought myself to a frenzy with thoughts and staring at my wife and just really getting into her and 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 believing that she deserved like all the love in the world and that this baby like whatever it was it 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 would be part of that It, it was it was cool i don't know if it did anything but my kids are cool and I, I enjoyed at least faking it. So,
3: yeah, sex magic is also a thing we can start. But that would open up a whole nother door of conversation. <laughs> um, well, I'll bug you again
0: if you're open to it.
3: Yeah, it's always fun.
0: Cool. And I'm freezing right now, which I guess is kind of a good way to do a podcast. It keeps me kind of like alert. Yes. Oh, Susa, thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me, Rob. That was awesome. Great conversation. There's so many nuggets inside that I really hope people uh, open their minds when they listen to this and are just open to the information, not judging the information, but just open to receiving it.
3: Yeah. Thanks Matt. Super, super awesome for me to be here. I was really excited to be here. So thanks for the invite guys.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Jim. You get the last word, you asshole. You mean your wife enjoyed faking it.